Welcome back to Top Chair Sports, specifically to the Gridiron, uh, here on the Top Chair Sports Umbrella Sports Podcast. Uh, I'm Victor. I'm joined to you by a full cast and crew today, uh, consisted of Brett. This is where you talk. Thanks. Um, I promise he's here, whether he talks or not. Spencer, good Hello. to have you on your first ever to the Gridiron. Hey, happy to be here. And... Joining us again uh, as our newest permanent meter member, uh, <laughs> member of the Gridiron, as we said last week, Logan Durst. So happy to be here, man. Having a good time. Uh, so, as we said before, we're keeping track of uh, NFL pick totals between our group. Just a quick recap before we get into this uh, episode of wrapping up last week and our future picks. Spencer did submit his, even though he didn't say him on air, <laughs> considering he is in the lead at 10. Uh, I myself have nine, and then Logan and Brett each have eight. So all around, everybody's pretty close. Nobody uh, shit the bed too bad. And yeah, nobody really jumped out to a crazy start, partly because of how many crazy upsets there were this week, which we will now jump into. Biggest shit show of the week of a team logan you get to pick first who is it well there were there were some really good candidates this week um quite honestly the Bengals were a little bit of a letdown i picked the falcons to beat the seahawks but in real reality that was not an upset so i'm honestly gonna have to go with the uh i'm going to have to go with the oh my gosh i thought you were ready i should have someone else (laughs) Now, I'm going to go with the Colts here. Um, Yeah, sorry, Spencer. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I mean, everybody this season was completely counting out the Jacksonville Jaguars. Pretty much had them locked up at the number one overall pick. And um, here we are after week one, and they are sitting in sole possession of first place in that division. Um, Gardner Minshew looked incredible. Yeah. Indianapolis's defense did not, especially considering them. Considering I had them on a fantasy team this week, they got me negative nine points. Shout out Indianapolis defense. Um, I benched them, but we'll get to that decision. Yeah, I decision cut. Quickly. I, I dropped them. Oh, um, I dropped them. <laughs> if they're rush in, decision, yeah. Um, you know they they. I mean, and their offense. I mean, I had high expectations for Philip Rivers. Now, granted, he had a decent game, but. A decent game should easily beat the Jacksonville Jaguars in the year 2020, and he just didn't get it done. Or so almost any, yeah, really any year since pretty much their hey, exhibit. Now. Since, <laughs> sorry, exclude the 13 and three. Relax. Yeah, I, so you know Indianapolis just they they really just uh, they were really disappointing this week, and like I said with Philip Rivers, I thought. You know, it was going to be a pretty efficient offense. And, I mean, really, their only highlight was Naheem Hines. Dude had a great game. But other than that, they looked flat. So Okay. Anybody else have this as their biggest show of the week? Want to jump in? No. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Spencer, since you had to endure that whole thing, you get to go next. Who's your pick? All right. Uh I think this one is fairly obvious. 
Um, <laughs> the, the Detroit Lions <laughs> the Chicago Bears. <laughs> um, so I'm just going to take the next, I don't know, minute to just shit on the Detroit Lions because that franchise <laughs> has been doomed for the past. How long has Matthew Stafford been there? The guy can't catch a break. Uh, they lost to Mitch Trubisky, <laughs> which uh, they traded for Nick Foles. Uh, I, I don't understand that. Um, Trubisky still is their starter, and he had the comeback of his career. Um, they scored 21 unanswered points in the fourth <laughs> quarter, and the Lions had the winning touchdown catch in the hands of their rookie, Uh DeAndre Swift and he fucking dropped it. <laughs> um, now, I want to jump ahead. in on this quick. Do you put any blame on Stafford for throwing that pick to set the Bears up for their final scoring drive? Um, I mean, yeah. Uh, <laughs> or not since Swift ended up dropping the touchdown that would have made up for it. Yeah, I mean, you still yeah, I mean you still can't make mistakes, right? Like as a as a quarterback. Um so you can draw it back to that, but the, the winning catch being dropped in the end zone has to be the most Detroit Lions thing I've ever seen. Like that just sums up that franchise for the past It was also such an easier catch to make compared to others. Like <laughs> nobody was that close to him. Like nobody hit him as he was catching it and he just went to turn and dropped it. Like Quite honestly, that was like Cleveland Browns level stuff oh, that just God. happened. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's how low I'm gonna steep on that on that game. That was bad. But yeah, that 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 had to be uh that, that just so many things. I had the Lions winning that game. I was like, yeah, they're at home, it's the Bears that they're against. And uh <laughs> Mitchell Trubisky's the starting quarterback. Yeah. That that was actually like Corey Coleman esque in the year that they went without a win, almost oh, yeah. like Basically dropped the touchdown to win. Yeah. But also yep. this was one, not week 17. So. Right. We'll give everybody one here this week. Brett, it's, it's over to you now. Oh, I'm next. You get to go next. <laughs> well, um, you know, I would say my biggest disappointment to kind of piggyback off of the Lions would be the Cleveland Browns. And now I... I know the Browns were expected to lose this game and they were playing the Ravens, probably debatably the best team in the NFL, but to put up just six points and really just have absolutely no answer the entire game, um, they got completely blown out uh, more than any other team this week by far. Um, and so for me, it's, it's not a great, you know, th- there's no fight in Cleveland already. Uh, not a good way to start the season. You know, you were going to start with a loss, but to get blown out 38 to six, I think that's, uh, that, that, that's a shit show to me. Oh, absolutely. Um, and I just want to point going off of that, that yes, the Browns like are nowhere near the Ravens, but keep in mind the Ravens went what 14 and two, 13 and three last year. And the Browns were one of those losses. So like, even when the Ravens are this much better, you you clearly, like Brett said, expected a little more from the Browns. Basically just repping the name right there, putting up six points. <laughs> uh, I guess I get to round it out. <clears throat> to go on a game that you guys didn't touch on yet, my biggest shit show of the week is going to be the Eagles. 
I'm giving them a little bit of the break. I want to preface with that because of how many injuries they have. And it's just so tough for them right now, especially with the linemen that were out and uh, the other injuries that occurred week one. However, they were playing the Washington football team. The team doesn't even have a name. And yet they had a 17-point lead in the second quarter and just didn't score again. Just nothing again. The football team comes back to win 27 to 17. Uh, I know you're banged up, but like this Washington team we talked about last week, having roughly two wins estimated in our minds this year, they already have reached half of that because you gave them, you just handed them the game. So, yeah, they, they fall in my category this week. And I think what was great was that Dwayne Haskins was actually out there to take the knee to end the game. It was it was pretty awesome to see him actually finish the game. Yeah. And not, you know, be taking pictures with fans because, you know, there were none. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, any great games you guys want to touch on? Because I have one in mind, but I'll I'll gladly share the wealth here and let someone else go first. Um Yeah, yeah go ahead. Okay, I was just going to say, I think actually, low-key, one of the best games was probably the Pittsburgh Steelers-Giants game. Now, granted, I am a Giants – or, yeah, I'm a Giants (laughs) fan. I am a Steelers fan. Um, However, I actually think the Giants, other than their run game, like, Daniel Jones actually impressed me. Uh, I said it in the beginning of the week that the Steelers were going to have to make Daniel Jones win that football game. Um, And, obviously, he wasn't able to but he made some pretty decent throws and without a running game at all, there was really not a whole lot he could do. Um, so I actually, the giants showed me that they aren't a terrible football team. Um, I just think that Pittsburgh just shut down their run and there was just nothing else they could do. And Pittsburgh's defense is just phenomenal. And on a bright note going off of that for the giants, as you said, Pittsburgh's defense, phenomenal, ranked one of the best, if not the best in the league this year. So how many other teams are going to shut down Saquon Barkley the way they did moving forward? Very few. Right. So. Yeah, so that's definitely... that. I think that was probably one of the better games and more actually competitive, no matter what the score actually says. I think it was actually a pretty darn good compa- like a competitive game, so... Brett? Yeah. Um, sorry. Um, I wanted to touch on that Raiders Panthers game, which I think was a highlight of the week simply out of an entertainment standpoint. Um, watching Red Zone, I saw most of this game and it was just back and forth, back and forth. Um, then the Panthers mounted a late comeback, couldn't quite hang on. It was just, it was a really, really fun, high scoring game. Um, and that's really all I have to say on it, but, um, I thought McCaffrey played well. I thought Bridgewater did okay uh, in his first week as a starter. And then Derek Carr and uh, Josh Jacobs both played very well as well for the Raiders. So uh, kind of cool to see the Ra- Vegas Raiders get their first franchise win in Vegas. And uh, yeah, just a fun game. Okay. Uh, I'll jump in now. My best game of the week is going to or best performance at least of the week is going to go to the Arizona Cardinals uh, a team that I was huge on coming into this year I talked last episode about how they're my kind of comeback team of the year however this was not a game that I had them winning 
as many as I did have them winning the season. This was not one of them. So congrats to them for pulling off just honestly a big upset and really showing people uh, that they mean business this year. Um, Yeah. I mean, putting up 24 on that defense is not something that happens often. So uh, although it's not like a crazy impressive offensive uh, score, it's, it's still one to be proud of. And they walked away with that dub. DeAndre Hopkins looked awesome. Oh my gosh. What do you have? 14 catches for 152, I think. Something crazy like that. Insane. Spencer, any game that jumped out to you? Um, I don't know. I honestly don't know if one particular game jumped out to me. Honestly, this entire week was, I would say, pretty good from uh I guess like an entertainment value. I think eight games were decided by one possession as far as like the score goes and then uh 12 were a score differential of like 10 or less so i mean overall like the competitive playing field for week one especially like seemed really good um i think as the season goes on obviously that's going to change but with having like a weird off season and everything you know it, it was it was kind of cool to see all these games be fairly close i guess the one game if i was going to point to one it would be the Packers just absolutely dunking on the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, <laughs> uh, being them um, 43 to 34, Aaron Rodgers went out and did uh, Aaron Rodgers. his best to upset Vic and uh, <laughs> Vic's ventures for having the Vikings win. Uh, win win the Super Bowl, right, Vic? You want them to win the Super Bowl? No, I never um, once had you also. Cool. You he also actually projected them to lose first round, so. <laughs> yeah well, I, regardless I, the I, vikings I, I, suck they're not going to win anything they're actually going to go zero and 16 go pack that's interesting because <laughs> i'm pretty sure not to jump too far ahead that they play a shit show pick of the week last week uh the colts in week two one so, person picked them spencer i'm so glad you brought that up because i thought about <laughs> making that my shit show of the week but i just i went against it i'm so glad you mentioned that the Vikings so, got spanked on their own field. Oh, my God. I think one game that I'm shocked no one mentioned was the Saints-Buccaneers game with all the hype going into that and being They're America's so overrated. Game. The Bucs are so overrated. I can't say it enough. Yeah, I just uh, wasn't surprised by that. That's why I had to yeah. uh, Touching point on that game as we move forward, though, Michael Thomas uh, out several weeks. Uh, as Logan talked about, we are already seeing a bunch of injuries this season, um, especially with no preseason, not a lot of time to warm up for the guys. Uh, I believe you said expect a lot of hamstring or Achilles injuries. Uh, That being said, there were a bunch in week one. Michael Thomas was a notable injury. Um, George Kittle is a notable injury as he may not play. And yeah, just two of the several. um, Le'Veon Bell, I believe, is another one. So Again, out several weeks with a hamstring injury, which... Which, quote him one week ago before the season started, my hammies are fine. Who's asking? Um, so, yeah. Moving okay. forward. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's get into this week's picks. Spencer, since you are winning, we will let you lead off with the Thursday night football game. We have the Battle of Ohio. Cincinnati at Cleveland. Who are you taking? Talk about shit show. Battle of First overall picks too. Baker against um, uh, Joe Burrow. 
Who? Anyway, uh, I'm going <laughs> to take the Browns. Um, I think Joe Burrow still has a lot of work to do. Um, this is a game, though, for him to get his first win. That I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised, but I'm going to take the Browns. Brett? Yeah, you know, this one's tricky for me because I think the Bengals should have won uh, this, you know, week one. Um, they had the A.J. Green touchdown catch that would have been, you know, the game-winning catch uh, overturned due to a spotty pass interference call. And then the missed, like, what, 30-yard field goal to send it to overtime. They got really unlucky. Um, and then, like I said, Cleveland just showed absolutely no fight or no intent to really even try to win a football game. Um, so I'm, I want to lean towards the Bengals, but I will also take Cleveland. Uh, they're the home team and, you know, the Bengals still aren't a good team. So I'll take Cleveland. Logan. Yeah. I'm going to have to go with believe land as well. Um, I don't believe in them, but for this game, I do. Uh, Joe Burrow looked extremely underwhelming for, I think what a lot of people were expecting him. Now I expected him to be mediocre at best last week but um i mean he really didn't do a whole lot um and the browns have the pieces it's just they can never figure out what to do with them um and i think that even though they don't know what to do with these pieces that they have on their offense and defense i think that'll be solely enough to beat in my opinion probably the worst team in the nfl in the Bengals. Okay. Um, with that, uh, with that, I will take the Browns also. I guess I'll make a sweep in this one. Um, something I didn't expect to happen in this pick, but yeah, for all the aforementioned reasons. Spencer, keep it rolling. Atlanta or Dallas? In Dallas. Oh, boy. Well, Dallas really underwhelmed in week one. Um, I guess... I'm going to go Hotlanta. Ooh, okay. Um, I will take Atlanta as well. I thought they actually looked good despite losing to the Seahawks. Um, and, you know, the Cowboys are good to Cowboy. <laughs> They're going to ride off into the l- loss column. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, Dallas is one of those teams you want to pick because, again, on paper, they look pretty good. But to lose to the Rams, I think I'm going to have to go with Atlanta here as well. Uh, they they looked actually pretty decent against uh, the Seahawks. I think the Seahawks just played a better offensive game than they did. Um and yeah, I, I can't like I said before, I think this is gonna be Matt Ryan's year. He had a he actually had a really good game. And I think he's gonna have another good one against a depleted Dallas defense. I guess I'm uh the lone card out. I'm taking Dallas. Call me a fool because uh, I did it last week. You're a fool. I'm probably gonna do it more times this year. Fool. That fool. I just feel like that team is better than what they're playing like so far. Uh obviously through one week. And I did expect them to win last week, but I'll take them again because um, why the hell not? Um, yeah, I like Dallas in this one. Buffalo at Miami. Spencer? 
This is a tough one, but uh, it's going to be a close game. Uh, Bills by 20. <laughs> Brett? Buffalo. Well, that was decisive. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to go with Buffalo as well. I don't – not that Miami is a terrible team, but Buffalo is a good team, so Buffalo. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just going to say it. The Buffalo Soldiers going to come out and win this one. Um, yeah. Villa Bills. Got them. Yeah, but the Buffalo Soldier. No, um, they're the Buffalo Bills. A little Bob Marley reference. I appreciate it, Victor. Thank you. Uh, anyways. No woman, no cry. Am I right, gentlemen? <laughs> <laughs> Giants at Bears. Logan. All you. Do I have faith in Mitchell Trubisky to win back to back? Yes. No. <laughs> I'm going to go with the Giants. Um, I think the Giants, actually, the only highlight on that offensive line were their rookie tackle and the new guy, uh, number 75. I can't think of his name right now, but he actually didn't look terrible. Slayton. Yeah, he. I think he had one bad play. Um, you know, just pray that. Um, that Cleo Mack has a slightly off game, but I think the Giants offense is going to do pretty well against Chicago defense. And I think the Giants defense actually looked half decent, at least for the first half of the Steelers game. So I'm going to have to go with the Giants here. Brett? Yeah, um, the Giants defense did look pretty solid, especially with the you know patchwork secondary that they had. Um you know, everybody's arrested in that secondary, so they had to kind of fill, fill in the holes. But I will also take the Giants. Uh, I think this is actually going to be a pretty good game from an entertainment standpoint in that. No, it's not. But I'll take the Giants. Um, <laughs> I I had the Giants winning like six games this year. Um, I, I think they'll be competitive in pretty much, pretty much every week. Uh, so I definitely like them to take care of a terrible Bears team. Yeah, uh, I think the Giants did play well last week and that they'll put something on the field pretty good, but I'm taking the Bears in this one. Uh, I think the Bears upsetting the Lions, like maybe they can do it twice. Maybe they can get lucky twice. And um, yeah, I think it'll be at least one extra week till we see Foles take over for Trubisky. Uh, I just really like the Bears' defense to tear apart the Giants O-line. Um, Saquon will do a lot better, obviously, than he did last game, but I'll I'll roll again with uh, I'll roll with Chicago here. So just to be clear, our designated NFL expert is taking the Bears based on you think they'll get lucky. <laughs> That's football, baby! the Bears based on no O-line for the Giants. Okay. That's better. <laughs> And luck. Yeah. So, Logan, Logan, Denver, Pittsburgh, who you got? Wow, do I not get a pick? Do I not get a pick for... Spencer, I want to hear your pick. For Giants-Bears? Yeah, please, Spencer, choose. We we really want to hear your pick. Not Vic- this is Victor does this, but... is, this is embarrassing. <laughs> for you, Vic, not for me. <laughs> uh, uh, the Bears gave up 90 rushing yards to Adrian Peterson, so I'm going to take the Giants. Okay, Vic, we can move on. <laughs> I love it. 
Denver, Pittsburgh, who you got? Yeah, um, Pittsburgh. I, I don't need to say anything else, just Pittsburgh. I, I second that. Spencer, who you got? <laughs> I third that. I'll fourth it. Moving on. Uh, Detroit at Green Bay. Spencer, go ahead. Uh, Packers. I think because I didn't put you first for once, uh, I just completely forgot about you. So, sorry. That's that, my that sounds about right. Uh, Brett? You know, last week, <laughs> I gave the Lions my heart, and the very next day, they gave it away. So this week, shut up. Shut <laughs> save up. me from more tears. I'm going to give it shut to a special up. team in the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> shut up. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to make it uh, three for three so far. I'm taking the Packers. If they can upset the Vikings, they can upset, they can win against the Lions. Shut up. Also, shut up. <laughs> if I need to explain why the Green Bay Packers are going to win this game, then shame on me. <laughs> Jacksonville, Tennessee. A pretty interesting matchup as we got the leader in the AFC South taking on um, the co leader in the AFC South. Logan, go ahead. Yeah. You know, I actually think this is going to be a lot better game than what I thought it was going to be a week ago. Um, that being said, I'm still going to take Tennessee. Even though they kind of underperformed against the Broncos, I think they got their first week jitters out. Um, you know, with the whole odd off season and everything, you know, they're still uh, they're still finding their stride. But I think this week they're going to find it, and I think AJ Brown is also going to find his stride finally this week, and uh, he's going to go off one for... week way too late. Yeah, I'm going to make a bold prediction. Fantasy bust of the week last week for me. <clears throat> I'm going to make a bold prediction that he has six receptions for over 100 yards and two touchdowns. Okay. Damn. Damn. You heard it here first, folks. Lock it. Pop it. Lock it. Serve it up. Brett, what do you, who do you got? Um, I, I disagree. I don't think this is going to be a good game. I'll take the Titans in a blowout. Um, look, as a Jags fan or supporter, I was <laughs> thrilled with the shock last week. But realistically, Gardner... Gardner Minshew is not going to have a 142 quarterback rating every week. <laughs> um, it's just not going to happen, and they're going to come back down to earth here pretty quickly. And historically, also, they suck playing in Nashville. Um, and I, I just, yeah, it's going to be a blowout. It's going to be ugly, <laughs> I think. You hate to hear that about a divisional opponent that they are awful playing there. I hope Gardner Minshew wins MVP just because you said that about him. Hey, I, I hope he's it. the perfect quarterback. I would player. love it. I love Gardner Minshew. I'm just saying, like, to go 19 of 20 with three tutties every week, it's just mm-hmm. not going to happen. I hope it does now, and I hope he listens to this very podcast, you doubting him. The Jaguar supporter doubting, doubting Minshew mania. Minshew mania, and he calls in one of these days, and he just tears you apart. Spencer, who do you have? <laughs> I have to kind of agree with Brett that uh, Minshew being this efficient won't happen again. But the Titans were so underwhelming. And with this being a divisional game, I mean, anything can happen. Titans are going to win, though. <laughs> okay. 
Yeah, I'll round out the, the sweep here with the Titans for all the the Minshew not going back-to-back passer rating reasons. Um, you guys are all here. Brett, we'll pass it to you to go next first on this next one here. Uh, Minnesota at Indianapolis. Who are you taking? Um, this one I've struggled with because the Colts, to quote Spencer, are a good team. um and given what i saw from the vikings secondary last week um very 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 bad i think ty hilton might have a field day um i i don't know i think it's gonna be high scoring i guess ultimately i'll take the vikings in a very close game okay spencer yeah i think week one was a bit of a fluke with marlon mack getting hurt that obviously doesn't help the Colts, but I think Hines and Taylor can definitely uh, step up. Um, again, weird off season, but I think they're going to come together a lot stronger in their, their home opener. Um, and Minnesota just not great. Like Brett just said, their secondary did not look good against Aaron Rodgers. Obviously Philip Rivers isn't that good, but I agree. T.Y. should go off hopefully. So I'm going to take my Colts. Okay, Logan. Yeah, I'm going to take the Colts here as well. Um, You know, Minnesota didn't look terrible against Green Bay, but I also think that the Colts hopefully will find their stride here. Um, They they have they definitely. I mean, they have the best offensive line in the NFL. Um, You can quote me saying that too. And with lots of quotes and bold statements. Yeah, quotes and bold statements. That's that's me. Um, but with Jonathan Taylor and Naheem Hines, and then you have Paris Campbell and T.Y. Hilton on the outside for receivers, like that offense should absolutely dominate Minnesota's defense. And uh, I think it's going to be a shootout, like you guys have already said. You know, probably a decently high-scoring game. Um, and I think the Colts are going to come out with a double in this one. Okay, uh, I'm going to go with the Vikings. Shut up. Because obviously. Uh, well, they can only guy, have one more loss this year, right? Uh, two more. <laughs> two more. <laughs> how they count. Right. One, two, three. Anyways, this is not one of those three. Uh, the Vikings win this one. The Rams at the Eagles is our next game. Um, Brett, will let you lead off again. Oh, goody. Um, I'll, I'm taking the Eagles in this. I don't really feel like giving reasons why um but i guess i have to so i'll I'll talk a little bit on it the eagles i don't have to no we're just gonna rest you if they lose and you didn't give a reason why okay i'm fine with that all right i'll take the eagles oh okay spencer i think the rams are gonna continue this this amazing start and just keep picking off nfc east teams so i'm going to take the rams logan yeah i'm going to take the rams as well um the eagles are so injured i looked at their injury list today and they had i think 12 total players even though a couple of them were fully participating in practice they're still on the injured list anything can happen and I just can't imagine a team that depleted that I already thought was way overrated. Um, now that they're even worse off with all their injuries, I don't see them winning this game. Rams by 
Rams by 20. <laughs> you heard it right here. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm taking the Rams in this, especially taking injuries into account. I don't think the Eagles are anywhere near as good as Dallas, uh, and the Rams handled them pretty well. I know the score said it was close, but Dallas did not get much going in that game. So, yeah, I'll take the Rams here. 49ers versus the Jets. Um, Logan, (laughs) you're making all kinds of faces already. Yeah. I mean, quite honestly, the Jets should probably be going possibly like 2-14, 3-13 this season. And one of those two or three wins is not going to come this week. <laughs> yeah, it's it's going to get ugly. I think even without half of San Francisco's wide receiver core being healthy, I think San Francisco just straight up dominates this team. Uh, okay. Ditto. Yeah. Yeah, Trito. <laughs> Quattro. <laughs> no. Cinco? <laughs> Uh, Carolina at Tampa Bay. This is pretty intriguing uh, to me, I think, more than it will be most people. However, Brady got called out last week by Bruce Arians, and uh, I think he will show up to whatever ability he can still. And I will take Tampa Bay in this one. Chris Godwin, another notable injury from week one. Just thought of that. Anyways, Logan. Yeah, uh, you know, I'm kind of torn on this game, and I probably shouldn't be torn. I mean, Tampa Bay should be the obvious choice, but I think after losing week one to Vegas, the Panthers I'm referring to, um, you know, I think they're they're a, a win-hungry team. I actually think Carolina's going to pull this one out. Okay. Spencer? I think I'm going to take uh, Tampa in this one. And Brett, finish it off. Yeah, you know, Tom Brady's 43 and he has six rings. People forget about that. Um, <laughs> and he can certainly handle this this Panthers team, I think, um, especially after getting called out, like you mentioned. Um, I'm not saying he's a good quarterback because I don't think he is, especially now. He was. Uh, but he's good enough to be a – again, just nothing about the Panthers excites me. Um so I'll take the buck. Okay. Uh, next game, we got the Washington football team taking on the Cardinals. And although the Washington football team had a great week one uh, for their standards, I'm taking the Cardinals here by 20. Logan? Yeah, I'm going to have to take the Cardinals as well. Um, I is I hope that game ends up being televised. I would like to watch that game. Probably won't be. Probably won't be. But... I'm going to take the Cardinals on this one. Spencer? I, I'm i going to sound crazy, but, you know, I have to differentiate between you guys to keep my amazing lead in these standings. <laughs> I'm going to take the Washington football team. This team has something to play for this year, and I love yeah, a name. Picking... It's called the first overall <laughs> pick. In all seriousness, like with, with Ron Rivera's condition and everything, I've seen teams in the past. I saw the Colts do it with Chuck Pagano. Um, this is a game where the Cardinals are good, but 
they aren't elite in my opinion. So I could see the Washington football team stealing this win. I, I agree. I've always loved Ron Rivera as a coach. I think he's a great coach, very underrated. So I get what, and obviously his condition as well. I get what you're saying. Um, but I, I, I just can't, I can't pick against the Cardinals at home. Um, this week i just i can't do it so i mean you can you're just choosing not to Brian. i, that's I, no, I physically can't like <laughs> physically mentally mm. emotionally cannot i'm literally hovering in my p- picks right now like my mouse is over the washington checkbox and i just physically can't p- press it. <laughs> <laughs> uh we have a divisional battle next game kansas city versus the los angeles chargers um Logan, how much is Kansas City going to win by? I don't know. The Chargers' defense, I guess, looked good against the Bengals, but then again, that's not saying a whole lot. Um, I think the Chiefs are probably going to put up 40 points this game. I just don't know how many points they're going to give up. So we'll we'll go with a safe bet and say they're going to win by 24. And that's safe. Spencer? <laughs> You're cracking up over there. Uh, uh, Chiefs. He knows it's true. Chiefs are going to win Brett? by a lot. Oh, you know, this is this is a battle for first, um, and the kind of game. <laughs> it's the kind of game that a a baller like Tyrod Taylor w- would you know put the team on his back and win. Um, but with that said, I will. I'll take the Chiefs, but I think it'll be only by like ten. Okay. Uh, I'll round out the sweep with the Chiefs. I see what Brett is saying. Not necessarily the Tyrod Taylor part, but the battle for first in the division. Um, I'll say Chiefs by 17. So, we get into our final uh, three games of the week. All three decent. Um, Baltimore at Houston. Brett, you want to lead off? Yeah, this is a really crappy America's game of the week, uh, but I'll take the Ravens in a blowout. <laughs> Spencer? Yeah, last week Deshaun showed us why he doesn't deserve to be paid as much as Mahomes. This week, Lamar's going to show us why he deserves to be paid more than Deshaun. <laughs> Ravens are going to destroy. Okay. Logan? Yeah, the Ravens are going to we're going to take it to him. Um, I I think Deshaun Watson will do okay, but it, he just won't be able to match Lamar Jackson. Baltimore by, yeah, we'll say, we'll say 17. 42. Right. 42, oh my word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know what Deshaun doing okay is, but it won't be uh, top five QB money, that's for sure. Um, Baltimore, easy. Uh I'll give them 17. Same as the Chiefs. I said 17. Nice. nice. Uh, we have our Sunday night game. The Patriots at Seattle. Now there's no 12th man this year, per se, uh, with the fans not there. But who do you guys have in this one? Who wants to start on this one? Because this is a bit intriguing. I would like to start. Okay, Spencer. And I'd like to paint a picture for you guys. Is it all right, Bob Ross? Show us your stuff. All right, you guys may remember the Seahawks and the Patriots played in a 
notorious game that will be remembered forever. Give the ball to uh, Marshawn, right? Give, yeah, exactly. Um, and I think Cam Newton is going to have a lot to prove that this Patriots team this year against the Seahawks can do something similar. Uh, Russ isn't going to have as good of a game. The Seahawks are going to be driving, and ultimately they're going to be on the one-yard line uh, with the game on the line. And they are going to give the ball to Chris Carson and win this game. Okay. Go Birds. That was an absolutely gorgeous painting you pictured for us. Um, I, I would like to throw that in. That was absolutely fantastic. And I'm going to have to agree with them. I think the Seahawks pull this one out. Brett? Um, I have taken every single bird so far this week, so I'll continue and make it a bird sweep and take the Seahawks here as well. Yeah, I'll uh, also take the Seahawks. It's hard to deny the beauty and what a beautiful picture it's just painted for me. However, I don't think it comes down to that final possession. Um, yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> it might end a one-possession game by score, but I don't think it comes down to the final possession uh, is when it happens. And yeah, that takes us to... Monday Night Football, we have the Saints on the Raiders. New Orleans versus Las Vegas. Logan, who you got? Vegas. I'm picking Vegas in this. I think Vegas is going to pull off the upset. It's their first game in their brand new stadium, despite not having fans. Um, Josh Jacobs looked next, pretty much the closest thing to unstoppable. And, um, yeah, I think they're just going to ride on this momentum from that Carolina win and a Michael Thomas-less New Orleans team. Thomas. A Thomas-less team, thank you. I, 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 think, I think Vegas is going to take full advantage, and I actually think they're going to pull this one out. Okay, now tell us who you actually think is going to win. Knock on wood if you're with me. Yeah. That's 100% Brett. I don't even need to be there. I know it. <laughs> Spencer, who do you have in this one? Uh, I'm going to take the Saints. Brett? Yeah, I'm, I am completely in agreement. Um, Vegas in their first game in their brand new stadium. And like I said, I thought the offense really looked great last week. And I think the defense looked awful but without Michael Thomas, they have a little less to worry about. Um, so I'm taking Vegas, especially if John Gruden wears that tight white polo again. I don't see any way they lose. Okay. Uh, since you tweeted at him, it was to so not disturbing, wear, by the way. What? Since you made it clear for him that he should not wear that polo. Uh, I don't think he will. Cause... Oh, it was disgusting. Did anybody else see that? Can we talk about that oh, for a second? I, I did. And people He's sweating up a storm. He's in this tight white polo. You can see through it completely. Also, he's balding really bad right now. That being said, I think he won the wet t-shirt contest. He oh yeah. <laughs> there was no competition. As soon as he entered the the it, you know, he won. I mean that was ugh. It was disgusting, though. I really hope he doesn't wear it. But if he does, I mean, clearly it gives them power. Yeah, I don't care if he is wearing it or not. The Saints are going to steamroll them. 
you heard it from me uh and kind of spencer he didn't really elaborate um i thought we were all joking no i'm serious i'm dead serious knock on wood if you're with me yeah as someone who was in the room with logan that's the only way i could tell he's not joking otherwise i would think the same as you um yeah i just don't see whatever you're seeing they beat the panthers by what four the panthers who have one good player the panthers um yes but here's the thing victor what player on the Saints is as good as Christian McCaffrey? What player on the Panthers is anywhere near as any other top 10 player the Saints have? What other Not... top 10 players? Michael Thomas is out. Who else uh, we got? Nah. Drew Brees. Brees will do well, yeah. Those it's two are be a high-scoring game. Yeah, I'll take the Saints by over one possession. Easy. So Saints by eight, minimum. Um, yeah, that's one possession. That is technical. Oh, shit. Get Saints by nine. <laughs> Saints by nine. They will not stumble the way I did during that pick. And yeah, with that, uh, we look forward to seeing how they do. We'll see if Spencer can stay in first. Doubt it. Um, I will. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, everybody here at least 50% pick ratio so far. So that's good to see that nobody's uh, trying to pick from behind here just to make it up. And yeah. Tank, tank for Trevor. Uh, look, let us know who you guys are taking this weekend uh, when you hear this. And go follow our Twitter at Top Cheddar Sport. And <laughs> because they have a cap on how many characters you can have. And go fo- follow our new Instagram at Top Cheddar underscore sports. Um, yeah, look forward to posting some more content and stats, uh, to back up what we talked about here today. Go birds.